Hello, gentle listeners. We wanted to hold on. Something's wrong. Yeah, that's better. Hey, and welcome to this episode of the Dear World Love History Podcast. Where the history is wacky and so are we. You're hanging out with the outlandish historians, Adrian And Renee. So sit back, relax, maybe take some notes. She's kidding. And enjoy this crazy time travel thing we do. Hey guys, and welcome to this episode of the Dear World Love History Podcast. In episode three, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Uh, We will pick up again with the Titanic in episode four, where we will deal with the sinking of the ship and what happens to her passengers and crew. Dun, dun, dun! So Adrian and I are going to be giving you our top three period TV and film recommendations. Now, these are only three of. We have a very, very long list of recommendations as we watch a lot of period pieces. Some would say too much, but I think too much is never enough. What are you talking about? That is not something in our vocabulary. Too much? No. Nah. Not at all. So, as I was saying before Adrian rudely interrupted, there will be many, many more of these episodes to come. All right, so we are going to start with my list of TV recommendations for period series. Uh, These are the top three for today. Those are Victoria, the BBC series, or ITV. Is it BBC or ITV? BBC. Regardless, English series that airs on PBS here in the United States, and we anything we're recommending in terms of where to watch it, we're only aware of where you can watch it in the United States. We are so, so sorry to any international listeners out there. Um, you know, just do your research, and I am sure that you will find what you need to find. The second on my list is Turn, Washington Spies. Love this one. And the third is Medici Masters of Florence, which is kind of my new obsession. And the second season airs in the United States on Netflix in a couple weeks, so I'm freaking out. Okay, anyway. Back to my list. So the first one, as I said, is Victoria. So this series picks up with Victoria becoming the queen. Her uncle has died, and it follows her path from first ascending the throne and any trials and tribulations that she encounters during that time period, including, you know, getting married, having children, uh, so on and so forth. And season three just started airing in the United States on PBS on Sunday, January 13th. Um, So I'll definitely be watching that. Uh, with Renee. Um, And then the second on my list, Turn Washington Spies. It is set in the Revolutionary War, and it is exactly what it sounds like. It was the circle of spies that was created um, to find out any information and relay it to Washington's camp so that they could get one up on the British during the war. So if you've ever heard of the Culper Ring, that would be it. That is about the Culper Ring. Yeah, and it is amazing. I mean, the cast is just fabulous. Unfortunately, it is over. There were four seasons. Um, I wish that there were more. Whatever. It aired on AMC here in the United States. It is currently available on Netflix. And yes, I unashamedly say that we have recently been watched it uh, once more. We also had to finish it because I think we finished it, what, two years after the fourth season aired? Something like that. We get behind on things. There's too much to do and watch and see and read and all that stuff. Life. Um, But if someone wants to pay us at all, like going to pay us to stay here and watch things and read things and tell you about it, we'll do it. Oh, my God. Just seriously. 
give it to us. But anyway, so Turn Washington Spies, definitely recommend that. You should absolutely watch it if you haven't seen it. It is amazing. And then the third on my list, Medici Masters of Florence, is set during the um, Renaissance. Wrong R word in my head. Wanted to say revolution. No, Renaissance. Although I guess you could call it like an art revolution. Um, but it was the during the Italian Renaissance. Um, and the Medici are um, they are this very prominent family in the um, Florentine city-state and Italy at the time was broken up into city-states. There was no such thing as Italy. The country of Italy did not yet exist. It picks up in 15th century Florence with Cosimo de' Medici and he's just taken over the Medici bank after his father Giovanni has died. Um, You know, he has to navigate through the um, politics of Florence as well as the ups and downs of the business and the feuding between the prominent families of Florence throughout the series. But it does follow Cosimo in season one and season two, which comes out, as I said, January 25th, freaking out. Um, that follows his grandson, Lorenzo de' Medici. And it actually, from what I have heard, also continues into season three. We also get Lorenzo in season three. And Lorenzo is just as famous as his grandfather because he was a huge, huge player in the Italian Renaissance as well. And now time for my top three series. So first one is Outlander. Second one is Poldark. And number three is Black Sails. So let's start with Outlander. So you can watch that on Stars. The fourth season is currently airing. Now, Outlander follows Claire Randall, who we first encounter as soon as World War II ends in 1945, who travels back in time to 1743 Jacobite Scotland, where she meets James Fraser. So the series follows their love story. Seasons 1 and 2 do focus on the Jacobite Rising, whereas the location for Season 3 and 4 does change, but we don't want to give too much away, so tune into the series to learn more. And the series is based off of Diana Gabaldon's book series by the same name, Outlander. So then there is Poldark, which focuses on Ross Poldark after he comes home from the American Revolution. So he comes home, which is Cornwall, England, to find that his dad's dead, the woman that he loved is now engaged to his cousin, and his home is in complete disrepair. He ends up making an unsuitable marriage and focuses most of his time on revitalizing his father's minds, which are now his, and focusing on his tenants who he cares deeply about. Now, Poldark is based off of Winston Graham's Poldark series. I have a theme. I'm sorry. And you can watch them on Amazon Prime. There are currently four seasons out. But you can only see uh, seasons one through three on Amazon Prime at the moment. And speaking of Amazon Prime, you can watch Victoria seasons one and two on Amazon Prime as well. So my final TV recommendation is Black Sails. So this series is done and all four seasons can be found on Hulu. So Black Sails is considered a prequel to Robert... Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island. And if you've read the book, you'll recognize the characters such as Captain Flint, John Silver, otherwise known as Long John Silver, and Billy Bones, as well as a few others. The series is set primarily in New Providence Island, Nassau, which is pretty much the home base for the pirates in the Caribbean. Initially, we follow Captain Flint. However, as the series progresses, we start branching out to other characters and their arcs. 
Some of the characters include real-life pirates such as John Rackham, Anne Bonnie, and Charles Vane. And Jack Rackham was known as Black Jack Rackham. Blackbeard also does make an appearance, guys. All right, so with the TV series out of the way, next we will tackle our top three recommendations for historical films. And once again, I'm going to kick that off with my three choices, which are Gangs of New York, The King's Speech, and The Scarlet Pimpernel. All right, so Gangs of New York. Um, If you haven't seen it before, it stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Daniel Day-Lewis. It is a really, really good film. Um, It's about the um, gangs of... uh, New York? Very clever, Renee. Yes, Gangs of New York. No, I was trying to think of the time period. Okay, so the film starts off in mid-1840s, Five Points, Manhattan, which doesn't exist anymore, but it used to be a huge immigrant area at the time. Um, And there are essentially these two gangs who are fighting for control of Five Points, and that's the Irish Catholics, known as the Dead Rabbits, led by Priest Valen, who's played by Liam Neeson, and the Protestant natives, led by William Bill the Butcher Cutting, who is played by Daniel Day-Lewis. Not a nice guy, just telling you that right off the bat. Once that's over, we pick up again in the early 1860s with Amsterdam who's played by Leonardo DiCaprio, and Amsterdam is the son of the priest who returns to Five Points, a completely different place from when he left it, to seek his revenge against Bill the Butcher. Um, But yeah, it's it's really good. Highly recommend that you watch it if you haven't already, and you can actually find that on Hulu. Now, my second choice is The King's Speech, which stars Colin Firth and Helena Bonham Carter, um, as well as Jeffrey Rush. And once again... Absolutely phenomenal. I mean, the cast is fantastic. Just the subject matter is Queen Elizabeth II's father, um, who became King George VI uh, before he ascended to the throne. He was Prince Albert, and he suffered from a speech impediment. So this is his life um, kind of working through that. We meet him when he's trying to give a speech in public. And it is absolutely heartbreaking. My heart so went out for him. Um, And so the rest of the film is him uh, coming to terms with that and really trying to move past it and just overcome it. Um, And you can find this film on Netflix. And my third choice, last, but definitely not least, because this is my favorite film in the entire history of all the films that I have seen. The Scarlet Pimpernel. It is a film from, I believe, 1983, which stars Anthony Andrews and Jane Seymour. And it is set during a revolutionary war, or not revolutionary war, during the French Revolution. And it is based on a book. So the movie follows Sir Percival Blakeney, who is working as the Scarlet Pimpernel, His secret identity as he works to save um, aristocrats from being unjustly beheaded by Madame Guillotine. So it follows his journey um, and the journey of his men because he works um, as part of a group. Uh, He does not work alone because that is just too difficult to do. And the movie has everything. There's swashbuckling. There's romance. There's action, adventure, drama. And it's just absolutely wonderful. I was obsessed with the film when I was nine years old because that's when my mom and dad sat me down and my sister and they were like, you will watch these old movies. And they showed me The Scarlet Pimpernel. And thanks to them, that is where my love of history and obsession with it comes from. I think my mom regrets it very much because now she can't watch anything with me because apparently I just 
wax poetic about how things are not historically accurate. But anyway, the film is wonderful, and you should absolutely find it and watch it if you can. I did locate it on Acorn TV, which you do need a subscription for, um, and you can subscribe through Amazon Prime for that. Oh, and a quick correction, because I just realized that the year is wrong. The film was actually made in 1982 and released at the end of 1982, not 1983. And that's that. All right, Renee, take it away. Your movie choices now. So my top three movie recommendations are The Court Jester, Suffragette, and The Imitation Game. So The Court Jester. How to say this. I consider it a Robin Hood spoof in the sense that it's a band of merry men following a leader known as the Black Fox. Sound familiar? Plus, they live in the forest. They do. There's lots of forest living. So, the court jester follows Hubert Hawkins, who is played by Danny Kaye, who is a former carnival performer and a massive screw-up, I would say. Yeah, just massive. He finally has the time to, or rather the chance, to prove himself that, no, he can be given some responsibility. And so he and his partner, Mae Jean, who, are play- who is played by Glynis Johns, who you might recognize from Mary Poppins. She plays the mother of the Banks children and is a suffragette. Yeah, buddy. So they have to get the infant rightful heir to the throne to safety and hawkins also ends up infiltrating the royal court by posing as a court jester so angela lansbury also stars in this film as the usurper's daughter now here's my recommendation have tissues because you will cry from laughing so hard. It is an old film. It dates from 1955, so you may not be able to find it and stream it online. My recommendation is to look at your local libraries because sometimes they have films available that you can't find anywhere else. Um, our local library, which is the library for our county, um, actually offers a couple of different options to stream and rent, or not rent, but borrow films to watch at home. The second movie is Suffragette. So the movie follows... Maud Watts, who is played by Carrie Mulligan, and she is a wife, a mother, and a laundress who just kind of happens to fall into the suffrage movement. And the more she becomes involved, the more she realizes that she really does want this. And as a result, she has to make tremendous sacrifices in her personal life in order to be a part of the suffrage movement. So Helena Bonham Carter does star in this movie, as does Meryl Streep, who makes an appearance as Emmeline Pankhurst. Now, right now, I'm not sure of any places where you can stream the movie for free, such as Hulu or Netflix. Granted, they're not free. There's a membership. But I'm not really sure of any place right now. But as we mentioned with The Court Jester, check your local libraries or maybe do some research on your own and you might find something that maybe we overlooked. And my third movie is The Imitation Game, which is absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch stars as Alan Turing, who is a brilliant mathematician who also has to hide the fact that he is gay from society because at that time, you could be arrested. You would be arrested. It was breaking the law to be in love with a person of the same sex. So in this movie... Alan Turing is tasked by the newly formed MI6 to crack the German Enigma machine. So he and a team of those he has selected have to figure out 
How can they do it? And if you want to know how, watch the movie. And unfortunately, like the other two movies I selected, I'm really sorry, guys. I'm not sure of any um, streaming service right now that allows for, for you to stream the imitation game. So once again, do some research or check your local library. Maybe they'll have it. And guys, you should totally make the effort to find the imitation game. I mean, it is amazing. It's such a good film. Um, it was actually one of my choices, but I left it to Renee because there were other ones that she wanted to pick that were on my list. Such as Turn. I really wanted that on my list. But then again, I wanted a lot of what was on Adrian's list to be on my list. Yeah, so. basically everything I came up with. She was like, oh, ooh, that. I want that. What's wrong with that? You think for me. What? You think for me. We're the same person. I mean, except I have red hair and you have brown hair. But yeah. And I'm taller. Rub that in, why don't you? I can reach the top shelf. I can stand on my tippy toes. I can still reach the top shelf. I don't care. Anyway, so... um. And then Medici, uh, Renee actually just started watching that with me. We're only one episode in, um, but I did sit her down and finally force her to watch the first season because we got a prep for season two. But I see, I love how Adrian makes it seem like I didn't want to watch it. Like she literally had to tie me down to get me to watch Medici when I always wanted to watch it. In all honesty, I don't remember when she had the time to watch it without me. I think it was when you were working on your master's degree because you were like, I don't have time to watch things. I'm so sorry I was writing a novel. I'll work on that. You should. Wait, I don't have to because I graduated. Yay! Um, but yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes you're like, well, uh, I like it, but, um, it's not at the top of my list. But that was always at the top of my list, though. Uh, How do you know? You don't vocalize things. I don't live in your head. No, but seriously, did you even ask? I don't remember um, you asking. Because it's like for certain certain things, like recently, I know you've asked and I've been like, I don't care, just watch it. The. But I always wanted to watch that. I don't know. I might have just assumed and just started watching it because you were busy and I was tired of waiting. Oh, all right. I'll work with that next time I want to watch something that you're too busy to watch. You do that anyway. Do but not. yeah, yeah, you do. What do I watch? I don't, I don't, exactly, the... exactly. I don't care. Uh. Anyway, but yeah, so she's watching Medici right now while we're both watching Medici. And um, yeah, and Turn, speaking of Turn, um, the fourth season, I don't think I said this, but the fourth season, it is its last, but it's not like, oh man, they just ended it. What happens next? How could they do this to us? How could they leave us hanging? No, they actually do finish off the series. Um, so it does have a conclusion and it makes sense. And I, it's, you know, the way things concluded naturally um but yeah yes good that was a wonderful explanation but yeah so the ending is one of those things we were like gosh darn it i wish there was another season but there isn't but it's also one of those things where you're like okay cool i get why there's not because they legit finished the story yeah um and then like we've watched so many period tv shows and movies but at the same time there's still so many to watch out there and it's just The list is long, guys. The list is long. And it just keeps growing. So much growth. Um, oh, and then I actually have an honorable mention for some sort of history-esque, history-light TV show. If you guys haven't watched it, Forever. Um, it aired on ABC in the United States. Mm-hmm. Stars Yoan Griffith. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah, I right? think so. Yoan Griffith. I think so. Um, Welsh-born actor who was in the Titanic. Speaking of the Titanic, except not really. But anyway, <laughs> um... 
Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, when I say history light, I mean there are flashbacks to his character's um, experiences throughout history because his character is immortal through a stroke of luck. Good? Bad? I don't know. You decide. But um, if you can find it, I highly recommend that you watch it. We both do. Um, we will say that it did end abruptly. The series was canceled. It only had one season, which is so sad because it was so good. Um, I did check, and you can stream it on the CW Seed if you're into that. Um, but yeah, definitely take a look at Forever as well. So that's our honorable mention of the episode. Can I have my own honorable mention? Okay. All right. So I'm also going to honorably mention another TV series that got canceled well before its time with only one season, and that would be Alcatraz. It. <laughs> the crying we're all crying so much crying because it is it's very neat it's different um, yeah totally different premise how to explain it without actually giving away the plot uh past alcatraz meets present day alcatraz and then there's a detective yeah so pretty much you find out right off the bat that you know everyone on alcatraz just disappeared one night and no one knows what happened to these people and then all of a sudden, they just start appearing. And if you want to know more about that, watch it. Find it. Because you will not regret it at all. Yeah, super good. But again, canceled after one season. Tears. Tears, guys. So many tears. So many good shows canceled. And yet, we live on. Do we? I think so. That's true. Yeah, we try anyway. All right, so there you have it. Our top 12 recommendations for this episode. Six each. Now... What we want you to do is head on over to Twitter. You can find us at Dear Historians. Follow us if you haven't followed us already so you can get updates about the podcast and funny things that we're doing behind the scenes. And tell us your recommendations for period films or period TV shows that you have watched. We might have seen them already, and if not, we will absolutely watch them right now. Well, not right now. Later. But you get the picture. And also, let us know. Do you agree with this list? Do you not agree? Have you seen these movies? What do you think? We want to hear from you guys, so head on over to Twitter and let us know. Tweet at us, DM us, email us, hello at dearworldlovehistory.com. Adrian just brought me along to tell you what our Instagram handle is since she just commandeered the entire show. So follow us on Instagram at Outlandish Historians, where you can get updates on the podcast, behind the scenes stuff, as well as fun facts that we don't share in our podcast episodes. Also, one last thing, guys. Head on over to our website and sign up to get updates via our, we'll call it a newsletter for now, but we're only going to give you updates when episodes come out, and you get to download two free historical word puzzles. One's a word search, and one is a crossword, crafted for you by us with love. And don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. We'll catch you on the next episode of Dear World Love History. Historians out.